Hello, hello. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to this lesson. In this lesson, we're going to be talking about how people change. This really matters. If you are running 100 miles in the wrong direction, it doesn't matter how far you go or how far. Just because you're puffing really hard isn't going to get you to where you go. You need to know how people change so that you can know what to do. This is all about working smarter, not harder. So remember in module one when we talked about you not being a failure. So it's important to understand that people as humans are motivated by three key things that are talked about in the pleasure trap, which I will link below. And that is pain avoidance, seeking pleasure, and trying to do things without much effort. So minimizing effort. So when you think about how people change, it's going to be influenced by these core three things that motivate us. So I want to use your own life and the fact that you're watching this video as a bit of an example. So why are you here? You probably are feeling like negative emotions about being overweight. You are wanting to like minimize like the pain associated with that. If you're thinking about like the future and getting healthy, you want to remove like visceral fat. There's all these things that are you are trying to avoid pain. So pain avoidance comes into part of the motivation for you being here. And you've also got seek pleasure because you want to feel fantastic in a bikini. You want to feel the best that you have about your body. You feel like achieving these things is going to bring you more success and more happiness and more pleasure. So you're here motivated by that reason as well. So what about um, minimizing effort? That also comes into it. You could be doing any diet on the planet. You could be following anyone, any program, but you're here. Why? Because you believe this is the most effective way to get you to those goals. This is the least effort or this is the, the best way of doing that. So you are motivated by that third one as well. So any strategy for long-term habit change has to take into account that we are strongly motivated by these factors. So our actions are also really influenced by triggers. So a trigger, an action example can be something like getting into your car and then buckling your seatbelt automatically. It can be something like getting up in the morning, going to the bathroom and then brushing your teeth. It could be hearing the alarm, turning the alarm off and then getting up out of bed. These are uh, triggers and then actions that are a result of the trigger. Almost all actions are tied to some kind of trigger. So if you want to create permanent long-term habit change, you have to work with the motivational triad and you have to either change the trigger to change the action or you have to change the action that is associated with a trigger. So let's look at three ways of doing this. So the first way that people change is through the environment changing and this is how people make big changes fast. So if you think about something like joining the military or going on like the biggest loser, people change things really, really quickly because their whole environment, all the triggers are different. The military, for example, though, is very focused on habit change. So things like making your bed every day, that is a trigger that is going to be always with you for the rest of your life because you're always going to get out of the bed you're always going to have a bed to make or hopefully you're always going to have a bed to make so that's a habit change that once established is it's not going to be dependent on the military to maintain but if you take something like the biggest loser exercising for five hours a day and eating tiny portions of food 
is not something that is going to be translated into their real life at home. So those actions are not going to be maintained. So this goes against all the motivational triad. Running for five hours a day and feeling hungry all the time is not something that people want to do. The triggers are gone. The moat, the idiotic trainer that is telling people to run so much and the reality TV show. There's no way to maintain these habit changes because they never became habits. The thing is, if you can maintain the new environment, you can maintain the change. So in the next module, in the next lesson, we're going to be talking about how to do this because it is the most effective way to make change and make that permanent. So the second way that people change is through tiny habits. These are little actions attached to some trigger that are so small that they don't require much motivation. So for an example, this could be something like learning to floss or trying to create flossing as a consistent habit. If you tie flossing one tooth, not even your whole mouth, but one tooth to brushing your teeth, which is the trigger, over time you can increase that to two teeth, increase it to three teeth or whatever, but everyone has got enough motivation or that that action of flossing one teeth or tooth <laughs> is small enough that it can be consistent and consistency doing something again and again and again and again is the only way that you are going to make it a habit people think that it takes about 21 days to form a habit it's actually closer to 90 days so as soon as something uh, as soon as your motivation goes and you don't do the thing anymore, you can't form that habit. So tiny habits can be effective for making change over time. The key here is that it almost doesn't require motivation because the habit is so small. The other key part of this is that you celebrate it every time. Something like saying like, great job when you floss one tooth, for example, or amazing when you eat one broccoli. I really recommend watching the video that I've linked from BJ Fogg where he talks about tiny habits. I love this because it allows someone to start creating trust in yourself and when you have trust in your ability to change then you can build momentum on that, you can feel like you can actually tackle harder and harder changes because you know that you've succeeded in the past. If you're constantly setting this bar so high that you're always failing and no matter what you do, you will never reach that, you can't build trust in yourself. You can't make progress going forward because you never succeed. So this brings me to the third way that people change and that's seeing improvement as a win. You guys have heard me say a million times, improvement not perfection. And this is all about understanding that there is a realistic gap between where you are now and everything that needs to take place for you to get to where you want to be. That that is going to take time. So you need to stop thinking about change being about motivation and instead see this almost like a muscle that needs to be worked out, that it needs to be strengthened and that part of that process of getting your muscles strong has to do with bringing them to the point of failure. That failure is actually a really important part of the process. People who succeed long term have to get good with failure and they see it as a necessary part of getting to where they want to be. So let me ask you a question. Do you see failure as part of the process 
or is something that is so negative that it completely derails you when it happens. I fail a lot. I fail a lot. I just deal with it better than I ever did. And I see improvement as success. Even if that's just improvement of how I deal with failure. Guys, I want you to commit to keep moving forward. Failure is an inevitable, inevitable and valuable part of this process. You will not get this all right and you do not have to. The only way you bridge that gap between where you are now and where you want to be is by working it like a muscle and being okay with failure and improvement to get where you want to be. So let's just do a recap about what we learned in this lesson. People are motivated by seeking pain, pleasure, I was gonna say seeking pain, hopefully not most people, seeking pleasure, avoiding pain and minimizing effort. So any kind of long-term strategy for habit change has to work with this. People are also influenced by the triggers that they have in their environment. So if you can change the trigger, you can change the action. Changing your actions and your habit is going to take a, time, a long time and it's a process of working it like a muscle. So see any improvement as success and celebrate improvement. So your action step for this lesson is to write down one habit that you are trying to implement, one tiny habit, and then attach it to some kind of trigger and then start doing it. Think about a situation where you are going to implement this next best mindset and see improvement as a massive thing to celebrate. So comment both of these things below and we will see you in the next lesson talking about how to change your environment to change your life.